welcome to the Wed Pro Podcast, the podcast for Wed Pros no matter their stage. We are your hosts, Katie and Roxy, and this is the Wed Pro Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Wed Pro Podcast. I'm Katie, and joining me today is the lovely Roxy. Hey everyone! Hey! So I know we need to just do a quick little update on the school nativity performances. I've done mine now. Have you been, not been to yours yet? Not been, not been, not going. Oh, it's happened. (laughs) It's happened, I think it was last Wednesday, Thursday, it was the Christmas caroling in the church and I decided against it because... Like I said on the last episode, I can't see my daughter. We were squashed in like sardines in a tin. I'm all for festivities, but I I just went against it. What, what about you? I know that yeah, last episode you were talking about going and crying, not crying. Did the crying? No, no tears. I held it together. She oh. said to me, I was I said before we went, I said, oh, mummy might mummy might cry, and she she like was like, no, big girl time, and I was like. Yes, in uh, yes, great, uh, great pep talk there, and she gives me like a lovely little pep talk. And no, but it, it's so funny because you want to be supportive but not embarrass them. Mm-hmm. So at parts they were wanting the audience to join in, and she was looking at me, and I was like, "I'm taking this as you definitely don't want me to embarrass you and join in because even now she can't get away from me quick enough to go into school. My daughter's only nine. So it's, she's like, bye, mum, off. And I'm like, no, no, bye, love you. Yeah, whatever, bye. So she was looking at me and I was like, do you want me to sing? Do you want me to dance? I didn't know what, what to do. What am I allowed to do? I started on the air of caution and not singing, dancing and living my best life in the audience and embarrassing her. And then, of course, it was the wrong thing. Always the wrong thing. <laughs> she was like, you were supposed to sing on that one. And I was like, well, I didn't know. But whatever I would have done would have been wrong. But she had a nice time. We went and had a little treat and a bit of girl time afterwards. Do you love a bit of girl time? We did, we did some ice skating as well. Last weekend, which was quite cool. I managed to stay upright. I was so nervous about ice skating because usually I would take someone with me and they'd be like... An extra, an extra pair of hands. An extra pair of hands, yeah. So like there'd be a couple of us navigating the children, but it was just me. And I was, oh, the Christmas hat is coming out for Roxy. And I was... I was like a little bit scared that I was going to go over, especially when you're like dealing with like a, a wobbly one on the ice anyway, or like pulling, <laughs> pulling them a up. wobbly one. Wobbly one, like trying to catch them. So I was a little bit worried, but I, I did okay. I felt, I felt all right. Once, it's like riding a bike, isn't it? When you've done it a few times, you know what you're doing. But before I was stood looking at it thinking, why is no one falling over? I'm going to make a right idiot of myself. But we did okay. And she had a good time. And and that was nice girl time as well. So it's been okay. Lots of like little Christmassy things to do, which, you know, as we are coming up to Christmas, to be expected. I saw your Christmas tree went up. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell. <laughs> yes, the tree is up. The garland is on the fireplace. I've even got decorations in my garden. Which oh, nice. Still, still seen all the lights twinkle. I am wearing the Christmas hat right now. I did say on last episode that I would be singing a bit of a Christmas song, so there you go, there it was. Just I just feel sorry for everyone listening it. at this podcast in summer because they've only just discovered us. <laughs> and if you, so, if you are listening to this real time, I'm just taking a little sneaky snap of my Christmas hats. No one gives Katie the memo before these things happen, but I actually do have a Christmas hat. 
Maybe we need to pause this episode. Let's pause, pause the episode and go and get it. And we are back. And Katie's now got her Christmas hat on. So you'll see that on our socials. <laughs> hey! You look like a little gnome. Look like a little gnome. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> That's really encouraging. When we do our coaching call for the end of year for our like coaching students, we were like, bring something Christmassy. I will now not be bringing this. I will need to find something. You, st- you actually, and this is the last thing before we deep dive into this episode, but so in our group coaching program, we have got a WhatsApp pod. And Katie was just like in there, oh, on the next call before Christmas, make sure bring some festive, wear something festive if you've got it. And that opened a kind of worms because... Half of the half of us, and me included, were like, don't own anything like Christmas jumper wise. But I can wear my hat. Um, well, I was going to, but now not so much. Now, hashtag Katie Dome. <laughs> right, let's jump in. So today's topic that we want to dive into is all about conducting that year-end review for your wedding business. And you know, as we approach the end of another amazing year. It's really crucial as business owners that we reflect on what's worked, what didn't work, and just set that stage for an even more successful year next year. Absolutely. And this is something that we love to do in our business. But first, let's have a little chat about what a year-end review is and why it is actually so important as wedding business owners and small business owners actually to do them. So yeah, reflecting on that past year just allows you to celebrate your wins, learn from the challenges that you've had inside your business. And what what it really helps you to do is just enables you to make informed decisions for the future. It's like a little roadmap, isn't it, for improvement, growth, seeing where you've come, seeing where is left to go. Are you still aligned with the overall vision and purpose of your business? Are you heading on that path? Because I think sometimes we can get just head down, into the nitty gritty of the business we don't tend to look up that much and it's really good at key points throughout the year not just at an end of year review but throughout the year to just stop pause and see whether we're on track for things here and and also to learn you know what's not gone so well how could we improve that how could we learn from that challenge in order to help you next year inside your business as well and i think this last year hopefully if we have been able to teach you anything is that strategy is really important so this is the next step after the strategy it is now the strategy is done it's now time to look back if you haven't done already to see how things went you know we are testing we are measuring all of the time and having a look back over the last year and doing a bit of a review it can be really eye-opening to what worked what didn't work exactly what you just said there Kate so where should wedding business owners start when conducting their year-end review? I think firstly, it's really important to just take account of the finances. So many wedding professionals don't look at their numbers often enough. So especially when we're coming up to year-end, assessing your income, expenses, and working out your overall profitability, identifying you know areas such as where are you most profitable and areas where you could potentially cut costs inside your business, you know, business is about staying in business and ensuring that you've got healthy foundations inside your businesses to succeed. You know, we say it 
really often enough. You should be on top of the numbers. You should be looking at the numbers inside your business. Otherwise, you know, you don't have a business. So deep dive into the finances first and foremost. Really look at that financial health of your business. Are you on track? Do you need to make some changes to some things to increase some profitability somewhere? And this is something that we have been focusing on in our business over the last year. I mean, it was something we had, we did prior to that, but this year we have been getting really intentional with our money. Just checking, just looking in the bank daily, getting used, to, getting comfortable. I have not always been so comfortable when it comes to money things. Probably just comes from, you know, how I grew up and the beliefs around money there. But getting really comfortable with checking that bank and actually consider, is it time to start opening like a business savings account if you haven't done already? These things are really important, but getting comfortable with that money and considering your financial health of your business is mega crucial. Another thing that's also really vital is client satisfaction. Yeah, and I actually think this is quite a nice way to get into the year, but not just to look at it just in terms of collecting testimonials and looking at how satisfied with the clients that you worked with this year, were there any room for improvement, etc. But also like in terms of a really good asset for the future for your business. You know, you should already be collecting feedback from your clients, whether that is reviews, surveys, whether you're having questionnaires sent out, however it is. Happy clients are your best marketing tool going forward. So just ensuring that you're nurturing the positive experiences and really reviewing is the ways that we can improve this. Is, you know, what are your couples telling you? Give them more of what they are loving. And then if there is some room for improvement, if you are being told, you know, love the service, this is how you could improve it. Just taking ownership of that and thinking, you know, it's not a criticism, it's going to enable me to grow the business. You know, we can get quite attached and quite quite defensive about our work and defensive about, you know, the services that we do and the job that we do. And I think when we present like that, we really miss an opportunity to be able to grow inside of our business, whereby, you know, looking at it like we've got your target market telling you what they want and looking at it like a marketing opportunity and an opportunity to learn from your clients so that you can better improve your service, better improve, you know, your customer response time or better improve what you do in order to give them the best experience possible, but also to grow your business and attract more of these people is really important. And if you can detach yourself away from anything that may crop up, such as a suggestion or a bit of negativity, if that is valid. It's taken us like a really long time to actively go out and ask for feedback. It did in our first business for a little while. And then, you know, I'm happy to hold my hands up and say in this business as well, like at the beginning, really attached to the uh, community that we serve and really attached to wanting to do an amazing job and really believing that I do an amazing job. And, you know, coming up with products and ideas that I really feel would help the wedding industry and help the wedding industry to make more bookings and more money. And even though I've had a business before, multiple businesses before, I still had to have that chat with myself about being able to be detached from constructive criticism or constructive ideas and advice. And, you know, just having that open-mindedness to learn from your clients in order for you to be able to create a better 
our experience. So we actively ask feedback from our events, from the courses that we put on, from the products that we put out there, even on our podcast. And we try to look at it, don't we? And we do look at it through a neutral space whereby we're taking this as a constructive criticism. How can we improve on the things that are coming in rather than just thinking, no, I'm putting my fingers in my ears and I'm doing it the way I want to do it because this is my baby and I, you know, and I'm right. And I think it's just something to think about if you're somebody that really shies away from any suggestions working forward in your business, that it's just an area vastly that we can improve on. And I get it, you know, detaching yourself from that is a little bit of a hurdle that probably most of us at some point had to get over or have still got to get over. We put everything into our businesses, you know, creating amazing weddings for couples. It's, it's an emotional thing to do. But when it comes to the business side of things, it is really important to take yourself away from that, the emotion. And this is something, as you said, you know, we've had to do and it can be difficult. But once you get past that, it enables you to create and move your business forward in a way that you can't do it if you if you don't take the emotion away from it because it's not about you it's about having a successful business that is providing the uh, products or services that your ideal client want so to get that feedback from them is it's like it is priceless for sure like and i think that that's really just hitting the nail on the head there like to get these ideas and and you know this is telling you what your clients are valuing so if they're putting things in you know and and telling you you know we want more of this or less of that this really helps you in your marketing copy not just for you to provide better services but also on how you can sell these services going forward as well so it's something not to shy away from it's something you know the sooner lean into you can, it you know lean into it the sooner you can get on board with it the quicker you'll start to see the results from doing that so the next thing that we want you to review and look back on from the last year is your marketing strategies and how looking back can help you in the next year to be smashing it out of the park. So what I want you to do is I want you to have a look at the analytics on your social media platforms, on your websites, and really take note of the effectiveness or not so effectiveness of the advertising that you've been doing this this last year and these insights can really help you identify what is resonating with your audience and then refine your marketing strategy for 2024. I think that's it I think this is something that you know when we talk about having our eyes on the numbers of our business yes we're not just talking about money but also we're talking we're, we're looking at this in terms of like practical this is going to save you so much time so when we do things like end of year reviews or quarterly reviews six monthly reviews inside of our business it's so that we can make informed decisions not only on you know where we're putting our efforts but also where we're putting our time as well and having this data in front of you you know making educated guesses are only going to get you so far actually mm -hmm. some of the time you can you can really like think that you're getting traffic from a certain place but actually when you look at it you're like actually I'm not getting any of my inquiries from there or I might be getting traffic from there but I'm losing the inquiry before they you know get to inquire with me and and what this activity does it not only enables you to see where you may be losing time where your time might be better spent but it also shows you where you potentially are losing 
clients. So where are the gaps in my business? So in that example, for example, if we're getting lots of traffic to the website, but then nobody's really inquiring, well, that would tell me that there's an issue over on the website. Where are people bouncing? And, you know, I'd be looking at the copy of that page or where, what page are people landing on? Is that the most appropriate page for people to be landing on from, from that traffic source, wherever it may be? Where am I losing people? How are people staying on the site? This is stuff you can get from your Google Analytics and, you know, the same you can get it from social media. You can go into the insights in your social media, see where people are clicking to, see where people are finding you from and see what that journey looks like for your clients. You know, where is the bulk of your traffic coming from? Where are the bulk of people finding you on? Is it social? Are they coming direct to your website? Are they looking on Google? Which keywords are you ranking for? Which keywords aren't you ranking for? Do, do these numbers feel good to you? Are you on track to achieve your goals? And just analyzing the performance of all of that really just helps you to get a rounded strategy together for your marketing and just ensure as well that you're not putting all of your eggs in one basket. Because what we see when wedding professionals do this and put their eggs in one basket is they're really leaving their businesses open. And we've spoken about this before, but it's about not having... You know, if, if your analytics are telling you that 96% of your traffic is coming from one traffic source, well, what if that grows? Like, you've, you've lost your business. So we need to be building up sources in other areas, visibility across a number of platforms, visibility across a number of areas. And that's just about having a solid digital marketing strategy in 2023 going into 2024. It's not a case now of, like, just being able to rely on having an Instagram account it's not, it's not good enough anymore. Like we need to have more strings to our bow. And the thing is, we all put so much into our businesses. You, you are more than likely, you know, set up your socials yourself. You're posting yourselves. You've created your websites. Your, if you're doing email marketing, you've probably sort like sorted all that out yourself. So you are doing all these things and being able to look at the insights and the analytics like it's there for a reason. It is there to make sure that everything that you're doing is being as effective as it can be. And if you can see things that aren't as they should be, it means you can do something about them instead of just, and I'm going to say it, throwing spaghetti at a wall and yeah. having sticks. Roxy's favourite phrase. I think no, that is true. And that could be like, always into think, right, okay, in 2024, I want to really figure out what's going on in my emails while people are opening my emails. Or it could just be about getting somebody in and casting their eye over, you know, how, why am I losing people on my website? You know, what's going on with my emails? We quite often come in on like a power hour with some our wedding businesses and look at one element of their business. Or we will conduct like a questionnaire that really helps us to pinpoint where we might be losing people in the journey or what their issues could potentially be. And then enable us to come up with a plan on how we can solve that. But if you don't aren't looking at this stuff, you don't know where to begin. It can be the case of, oh, okay, well, I'm not getting as many inquiries as I normally would. Or this that I was doing last year isn't working as well as it usually would. Looking at the insights, tracking things, looking at what's going on, it's really just going to help you pinpoint where to, where to spend your time next year. And we're all about like effectiveness, aren't we? And right, let's streamline, let's concentrate on the things that we know are going to work. Let's concentrate on a strategy because we're all time poor. We've all got lots of things going on. And really one of the major like themes of today's episode is just going to be about 
ensuring that you're putting your time and your skills in the places that are going to yield you the best results. And talking about skills, this year I have put a lot into my professional and personal development. And this is something that I want you to all reflect on over the last 12 months. How has that been for you? For me personally, I have been putting a lot more into self-care, but on a professional level, we have signed up to our own coaching programme. So we have our own business coach. In fact, we've had more than one this year. And this has really had a amazing impact on our business. So it's just about looking at over the last year, how have you grown as a person into your business? We invested in a number of coaches this year, like we invested into like a high level coaching program. And really this is this is about what are you doing inside your business to kind of for your professional development and, and making that experience better for your clients and your couples going forward. Any skills that you may have required, any industry trends that you might have adapted to, and any areas where you may feel like you want to invest in future growth inside your business. Like having a self-assessment is crucial for you to stay relevant and innovative in the wedding industry and for you to know where to push yourself and where, you know, to be held accountable. And one of the reasons why we have coaches is to be to be held accountable, to know, you know, we can get caught up a lot of the time serving our clients inside of our businesses. And I know that inside the wedding industry, a lot of you are telling us that you do the same. So having that knowing that next year you really need to focus on accountability could be something that you could have a goal around or, you know, taking a moment to reflect on any professional development you've done, any skills you've learned, any courses you've done, any growth that you've you've made in that area is just really important because this is going to help you reflect on that experience that you're bringing to your couples as well. And also to be, to be able to bring a better service to your couples at a higher price point. If you're investing in events, learning, coaching, investing in having things like audits done or power hours or courses. You know, this is stuff that makes you better at your job, better for your clients. You know, maybe it'll give you some work-life balance as well. All of this makes you more of an asset to your couple, which then, you know, means you can charge higher prices for that. So we are all for professional development and moving forward. On that note, I really wanted to talk to you about like word of the year. It's something I've not really like subscribed to before, but just when we knew we wanted to do this podcast episode, I thought, how could we sum up kind of yeah our 12 months kind of in a word or in a short phrase? And I was interested to hear what you thought. Obviously, we work in the same business, so it's good to be for both of us to get an yeah. insight as to She's how the other one just before, just before recording, she was like, let's see your word of the year and I was like oh <laughs> yeah and just to kind of it's nice to be able to sum it up in yeah. a short sentence and maybe I would like encourage you to do that have a think about your year summing it up in a short sentence or summing it up in a phrase and, and if we can attach that to a positive that would be really amazing so what on that note what is your word of the year Katie I think mine this year is two words and it's level up i think i think we've just in terms of like our professional growth we've you know head down we've really put our head down and really focused on the business side of business a little bit more didn't we you know doing things we can to know that 
to increase our impact, increase our reach, in, uh, enable us to bring more content to you and uh, to our audience. And a part of that was, yes, investing in a coach so that we could, you know, be guided where we needed to be guided and also look at like processes we're doing inside of our business and could our time be spent better inside of our business. And I think just across the board, even in terms of, you know, having ideas and feeling confident that we're launching in the right way or having ideas and then getting them to fruition within sort of a week while we were in Spain on holiday, like, well, on a work trip slash holiday, we were there to see a client, but we were like, okay, while we're here, let's get our head down, let's record like this program, let's write a new program. So I, I just think kind of like when I look back on this, it was probably from sort of Feb time yeah. onwards that we were like, right, we're going to check in on our goals. We're going to check in on our, we're going to set intentional goals every month. We're going to check in on those goals every month. We're going to move the business forward each and every single month. And I think that started late Jan, Feb time. And we've continued that, whether it be looking at the numbers, whether it be looking at the analytics, whether it's like growing our podcast, whether it's checking in on the numbers in the bank, we've just leveled yeah, up. And it's not even about taking 10 levels up, even just taking that one step across the board. We know that we're in a better position at mm -hmm. the end of this year than we were last year in terms of our business kind of sustainability and strength and and all of that and, and that's not to say we didn't have a sustainable business before but I just know we're in a much better position we already know what we're achieving for next year we already feel like exactly like I say like level up we're looking at things now like we're a bigger company and like making decisions in different areas of departments that that the companies would make and planning for the future like bigger companies would do and yeah, I, I think it just has to be level up because I think just across the board, like whether it's growing the podcast or checking in on the numbers or WordCon, it's just leveled up in the programs that we're delivering, the coaching that we're doing, but personally and the coaching that we're delivering, we've we've leveled up, we've invested in ourselves, which has enabled us to be able to bring you amazing coaches to work with inside our programs. It's enabled us to bring guest speakers in onto the podcast. It's enabled us to, you know, really increase our network. And we invest a lot of money inside of our like professional networks, don't we? So that we can bring you those insights and we invest a lot of money into the knowledge that we can bring you that knowledge. And I think just, yeah, across the board, it's just been a level up. Well, I like that. And, and actually my word of the year fits in really, really nicely with your phrase of the year, because my word of the year would be, intentional i feel like this year we have been so intentional with everything that we wanted to do like we've the plans we've made exactly like you said the the strategy that, that we've put together the creating of the coaching program that we we put that together in a crazy short space of time and that's because we got intentional we saw what we wanted to do and we got to it we got our heads down and we we have crafted this year and I'm, I am really proud of us. I'm really proud of you. <laughs> um, I love being intentional. And on a personal level, I feel like I've got a lot more intentional with everything like self-care. The fact that at the beginning of this year, I I have dyslexia and I struggle with writing more than reading and like spelling is like really hard for me. But I really wanted to try and improve that. And yes, it's not perfect. But at the start of the year, I thought, okay, and it was you that said this actually, Katie, like, why don't you try reading to see whether that helps? And I set myself a little secret challenge to read 
12 books this year, one book a month. And I think I'm on book number 20. That's and, and I just sit there and I read and I don't know if it helps, but I like it. So, um, but yeah, so I just got intentional with that. And the more intentional, intentional you are, the more shit that gets done. That is, that is all I'm saying. <laughs> No, I think that's I think that's really good. I think that's it does really fit in because I think it's it's that case of knowing like small improvements uh-huh. really do add up and there's no quick route to success, there's no quick path. There's and and you know, this is that fifth year in business and this business, isn't it? And like our fourteenth, fifteenth year, being self employed and running businesses, etc. And there are still things to do and still things yeah. to learn and still things to try and and that's not just things on like a level such as marketing that you know sometimes we can feel marketing changes every single week like what we're meant to be doing over, over on that but actual things that have been around for the test of time that we're still only discovering and I love that because I love that because it helps me to grow with a person and it helps mm-hmm. me to be better and it helps me to coach our clients better and be better for our clients as well and that's why I mean we used to spend a lot of time professional development in the bridal shop when I was like your boss and I would talk about professional development all night and how what are we and we would sit and do a year review like this and we would sit and say right where does Roxy want to be next year how are we going to make that happen Roxy what do you want to do let's fill in the blanks here let's fill in the steps and and that's really what we're asking you to do when when you're looking at your year-end review where do you want to be next year looking back over everything you've done looking at what answers it's giving you looking at what insights it's giving you and then really this is about you being able to build that stronger foundation for the future for yourself inside your business our final tip for today, as we embark on this year end review, is don't forget to celebrate your successes. No matter how big or small they are, they are all worthy of a celebration. And I love a celebration when it comes to things like this. We love to do that wedding win, don't we? So we call it like wedding win. You know, it's about just acknowledging that hard work that you put into your business, like learning from any experiences you've had and being able for you to really just be able to set goals for the future and we'll come and do a podcast on that anyway so today really is about that year-end review and it's not just about the numbers because this is going to help you with that growth improvement building that foundation for the future for sure and when we come and do that episode all about setting goals and being intentional and what you want to achieve in 2024 having this done spending 10 minutes just reviewing you know your personal development your professional development reviewing your marketing reviewing your finances and looking at the feedback that you've got from your clients is really going to stand you in huge stead for setting goals for next year in your business. I could not agree more and our diaries are open open and filling up if any of you did want to book in a power hour if you're not sure after looking at the year gone by what you want to be focusing on next year we can definitely help you with that so drop us and inbox drop us a day for god's sake drop us a dm over on instagram at wedding underscore business underscore hub and we can have a chat yeah i think it's just about being able to see the wood for the trees and having you know wood come in 
We've got 15 years of business experience, being able to just identify a clear path for you. Quite often we say to our business owners that we work with, right, we want you to go away and do this for 30 days or 20 days or 10 days or three months and then come back and show us your results. And, you know, they come back and they tell us, you know, I did it, I got my head down, I worked on this plan and now I've been able to take off that problem that I had or I solved that challenge or I'm now more visible or I'm getting more inquiries or... Some of the time it's even reviewing what you're saying on your calls, isn't it? And being and, and looking at that area of your business. So it might it may not be you you may be somebody that's thinking, I'm getting a lot of inquiries, but I'm not quite converting them. And how could I do that process better? We can help you with that. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next episode of the Web Pro Podcast. Until then, have a wonderful Christmas. Hope you have a safe, happy, warm Christmas filled with love and kindness <laughs> what what did you say wine and mince pies filled with love and mince pies and wine. wine food and just you know the important people in your life and we'll look forward to hearing all about your christmas plans i hope you're having a break however that looks for you I, for one, will be raising a toast to you guys for the amazing year that you have had and for this amazing industry that we are in. Thank you so much for tuning in today and we'll see you on the next episode. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Wed Pro podcast. Full transcribes of this episode plus every other episode we have done are available at www.theweddingbusinesshub.com forward slash blogs. Thanks so much for listening. If you do have any questions about this episode or anything else at all, you can email us at info at theweddingbusinesshub.com. And if you are loving our episodes, which I know you are, make sure you hit the subscribe or follow button so you can stay updated with any new episodes that land. We look forward to seeing you on the next episode.